it's the official podcast, and Jackson has asked me an adorable question, so I just I want Jackson to ask that one on air for everyone to hear. Okay, so over the weekend, Charlie posted a picture on Instagram, on his Instagram account, of him hanging out with some friends at a, at a bar in, in Florida, having a goofy time, it looks like. And I, I noticed a guy on the left there, Charlie, or the, <laughs> the right of the picture. And I, and, and I had a question for you. Was that actually uh, the Mandalorian himself? Was that Pedro Pascal, or did my eyes deceive me? Well, Jackson, unfortunately, you fell victim no. to the oldest <laughs> trick in the book. It's not the real Pedro Pascal. <laughs> so what I, happened is a couple buddies came in to town, and we went to the bars, and they had met a guy <laughs> who looks exactly like Pedro Pascal and asked if he'd be a part of like this big video they were making, which is actually a really fire idea. I won't spoil the surprise of it, but he's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm down to do that. And then he just decided to like hang around for the rest of the night too. Cause he was nice. And he went to the bars with us and everyone thought it was the real Pedro Pascal. <laughs> it genuinely looks like him. It looks exactly like him. I could definitely tell that like something was off, but if, if you had told me that that was genuinely Pedro Pascal, I would have no problem believing it. He, exactly, he does. Yeah. He looks like a. He looks almost like a one-to-one replica. Why? How did they find him? Did he just like? Was he just walking down the street and they were like, "Holy shit, it's Pedro Pascal." Yeah, they. It was pure happenstance that they ran into him. Like they were. They filmed a couple of things they were doing, and like at some point they just saw him. I think if I remember correctly, and he just looked like Pedro Pascal. So they just became friends and. Asked him if he'd like hang out and do that piece of <laughs> content with them. Did you know? Did you know that uh, immediately that it wasn't Pedro, or were you were you also like tricked? I thought it was like there was like this couple of seconds was like holy shit they know Pedro Pascal, but then like <laughs> I had to really come to reality like there's no way they would know Pedro Pascal, nor would he be at this bar. No <laughs> yeah, shot. That's what. That's what mm-hmm. I, so when I saw the initial Instagram post, it was like at like 6 a.m. my time or whatever. I was just waking up. My eyes were all foggy. And I look and I'm like, what the fuck is Charlie doing with Pedro Pascal at a bar? What the fuck is Pedro <laughs> Pascal doing with Charlie at a bar? Like, what? The, surely he's got better things to do than like uh, go was, to a bar. How, how old is he? He's like mid 40s or whatever. Hang out with like a bunch of YouTubers at a bar. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I feel like I've entered Bizarro World. But what's even cuter is Pedro Pascal there is actually older than the real Pedro Pascal. So it would make even less sense. <laughs> Did he say that? Uh, of course, he has to be stopped like constantly and asked about Pedro, right? Yeah, he said he gets it all the time. Yeah. Well, that's that's crazy. I, I've never like, well, I've definitely seen like celebrity lookalikes that are like pretty, pretty close. But that one, that one fooled me. That got me. Yeah, same. No, I, I fell victim to it for a matter of seconds, too, before I started to walk through like the stages of trying to piece together what's true and what's false. <laughs> if you were gifted, if you guys were gifted with the um, the luck to be born looking like a celebrity, like you, you had that kind of likeness, uh, would you use your new power for evil or would you try to like stay under wraps? How would you use it for evil? Yeah, define yeah, evil. Quite. You could like, 
Pedro Pascal, that guy could like run down the street naked, flopping his cock around, and it would probably be on like the news, the tabloids or whatever immediately. <laughs> then he talking. Then he'd still be the one getting arrested, not the real Pedro Pascal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he like wouldn't be like. So he'd, he'd have to get away with it. He'd have to streak down the street and yeah, then okay. like not get caught, and then the real Pedro Pascal gets arrested because they think he did it. Yeah, that yeah, would true. make more sense. Why would you have a grudge against the guy to like defame him like that just for no reason? I thought when you said for evil, like going to a bar and lying to girls to get laid, like yeah, I'm that's not, what I real thought Brad too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's gotta be a thing for sure with celebrity lookalikes. But oh, yeah, no, I was more thinking. I was I was thinking more like a goofy direction. Uh, like I'll go back to Kaya's example that he used on a previous episode about the shit teleporting. But like robbing a bank as Pedro Pascal. <laughs> Stuff like that. Why would they let Pedro Pascal rob a bank? <laughs> How does Pedro Pascal make it any different than just robbing a bank? Well, you have a it cover. It doesn't change you any of the cover. variable. No. It's on camera. They're like, holy shit, that's the Mandalorian. <laughs> then they have to go investigate the Mandalorian instead of you. Because you, I mean, you, you can like, just use a mask. The darkness. I guess. Yeah, but the, mu- well, no, the mask is like obvious. Then they know that there's someone like hiding underneath it. But when they see Pedro Pascal on the cameras... They're going to call his agent and say, where were you on the night of this robbery? And he's going to be like, I don't know, in my mega million dollar mansion. What do you mean? Where was I? Here's my evidence. He's going to be fine. You know what? I don't usually do this, but I'll take Jackson's stupid side here for a second. (laughs) I read a story the other day. You don't have to call the stupid side if you're taking it. Now, now, Jackson. Everyone has to take the stupid side every now and then. Yeah. Pipe down. I'm trying to help. There was a uh, story the other day about how a robbery had occurred and they used AI facial recognition software to try and figure out who the robber was. And they arrested an innocent man who was over 2000 miles away in California at the time of the robbery. He got thrown in jail and immediately sexually assaulted by the inmates. And it wasn't until after they ran through all of this. That took a bummer turn to the story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why was he immediately sexually assaulted? Was he just like stupidly sexy or something? Like, why is that immediate? Well, it's just, he was going through like the horror story of being like the victim of this terrible, this terrible, uh, false identity thing. Well, you made it sound like he's, he's been diddled as soon as the door, as soon as the door closed, he was immediately diddled. Like it was just a diddle room that they stuck him into. That's that's such a sad ending. Well, coincidentally, that. he too looked like Pedro Pascal, so it was just an unfortunate coincidence. Oh, was he just too sexy? Yeah, what I was getting at, Jackson, is like perhaps since this worked already, where they just took AI at its word that this robber vaguely resembled a man two thousand miles away, and then convicted him for it. Maybe if this guy Pedro Pascal committed a crime looking like him, and then they check the cameras, they'd be like, okay, let's go arrest Pedro without doing any kind of due diligence. Yeah, yeah that's, th- that's fair. I, I mean, this sort of stuff happens all the time, even without facial recognition, right? Because, like, social media will go on a hunt, and they'll be like... There was this one story about that one, like, January 6th protester where people doxed him on the internet, and, like, from videos where he was there because they caught him bashing a cop over the skull uh, with a fire height... Uh, uh, extinguisher the only issue is they got the wrong guy like a lookalike but immediately within hours like his family was getting harassed to the point where the fbi picked him up and interrogated him just to find out oh this guy was just at fucking home shopping or putting away his groceries when this whole thing happens and reddit also 
they also docked some other guy who they thought was the Boston bomber. Yeah, I was going to bring that one up. Yeah, yep. that one. We did it. We Reddit. did it. Reddit, the classic. We did it. Reddit. Oh man! But see, that sort of stuff only happens to like unknown people, just random pedestrians that look alike. It's not like they wouldn't just pick up Pedro Pascal and interrogate him because he yeah, wore a Pedro true. mask or mustache to the bank. Well, they would. They probably would. Like, if you did your research, if you were the Pedro Pascal lookalike and you did your research to like figure out his entire schedule, you could like perform the bank robbery like a night that you know that he's going to be inside his home alone, and then he's fucked. Because he's got no kind of corroboration from other eyewitnesses that he's actually, you know, doing stuff at the time. So if you if you perfected that and like uh, committed the crime when you know that he's alone, then I I think if they looked at the camera and saw Pedro Pascal, like go in there wearing the Mandalorian armor or something as well, just without the helmet, obviously, just stuff like that, really sell that you're Pedro Pascal. And then, like, 100%, if they look at the camera, I guarantee you they're at least going to go have serious talks with the real people. Yeah, Pedro they'll, they'll have the talking to, maybe. <laughs> Why'd you wear your Mandalorian armor to this robbery? <laughs> yeah, if you wear the Mandalorian armor, you could be anyone on the planet and just say, oh, I'm Pedro Pascal. I'm robbing well, this bank. without the helmet. We, we said I said without the helmet. Oh, uh, without yeah. the helmet. Okay. That's a little different. I figured yeah. the genius plan would be you steal the prop from the set, wear it to the bank robbery, and while you're firing your gun at the teller, say, I'm Pedro Pascal. And then they'll think that he did it. Because who else would have that armor? This Beskar steel belongs to Pedro Pascal. Don't yeah. forget it. Yeah. Take, take along Baby Yoda as an accomplice. It's like a little three. <laughs> the, the actual figure. CGI little thing. Yeah. I'm looking at a news article of... Um, it's on Yahoo News. Black man accused of wearing lifelike white man mask to burglarize homes. And then it's a photo of him. And it's very funny looking because it looks like a like a Mission Impossible prop, you know, when they pull off their masks. It kind of looks like that. And oh, they still yeah. got him somehow, which is impressive. So I don't think you're going to get away with pretending to be Wait, how the fuck did they? How, how did they get him? How did they get him? Just like forensic DNA evidence, maybe? But like, how? Well, Criminals uh, are stupid. He probably bragged about it so here no 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 here i am looking at the uh, surveillance photos that they oh, took of was, him and he left out one crucial detail he wore the white man mask face and it, it's fairly convincing on camera it looks real but he didn't cover his hands so he just has dark skinned black <laughs> hands this whole time <laughs> so that was probably his first Wait, his blunder hands look white on that one photo in the middle there I, it says he got caught because they caught him in the act basically as he was breaking into oh. a home Oh man, that that must have been so scary for that must have been like a Scooby Doo situation where they took off the mask. <laughs> I know exactly. That's what I was thinking. Is like, aha, it was you all along. <laughs> <laughs> you rip it off, and there's a black man underneath. Like E for effort, I guess. You know, try if you're gonna commit crimes, at least try to look like someone else. I don't know. Yeah, I was I was gonna say, do you guys not remember like back to Reddit the advice of uh, like ask Reddit if you were to commit to commit like a robbery or a big felony, how would you do it and get away with it? The number one suggestion was always like grow out a big beard, commit the crime, and shave it off. And I always thought that that's legitimately not a terrible idea. You could also shave your head bald as well if you grow out your hair. Oh yeah, and cut your hair. Yep. Yeah, cut your hair too. Yeah, but that's like such a basic idea, right? That yeah, you would think simple. every criminal would think of, so why don't they? Or do the I assume cops are trained on this. They're not gonna be like 
thrown off because you put on your Superman glasses and all of a sudden yeah, you're the exact see, yeah, same looking guy but without a mustache. No, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they can it, still tell. Facial hair like really changes the way a person looks, to mm-hmm. be honest. Like if I shaved right now, I feel like Andrew would be like a dog that's lost, wouldn't recognize me anymore or something. Like I, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You're banking I really on, think it changes. You're banking on eyewitnesses being the only yeah, problem mainly. here. Like if only just like an old granny saw you, okay, then you're fine. But if they have like video footage on you and yeah, they can just use facial footage. recognition, you're fucked either way. Because it goes yeah. off both. I guess if you're going like to go that. the beard route, and you're like doing burglary or whatever, you may as well just wear a ski mask by that point. It's more convenient and better at hiding your face. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It just, I mean, to what Jackson said is if you, or like this guy, if you wear a mask of like somebody who's completely a different race than you, that is smart. He wasn't caught until he was literally caught in the act. And that might work better than just a ski mask, I guess. Because you he literally, wasn't you're caught not just, until he was caught in the act. You mean he was caught immediately then? He was committing the crime and then he got No, caught. I meant... Okay, sorry, let me phrase it this way. He wasn't caught until... Like, it wasn't the video footage that got him, is my point. And the yeah, police he didn't were get to the point where the video footage was even relevant. He got caught in the act. He was there committing the crime. I know, I'm just like saying the, it wasn't the video footage or eyewitnesses that were the issue for this guy. So his plan that far worked. He just caught with... Uh, he got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. We don't know if that would have worked what do you because mean? they never got to the point where eyewitnesses were relevant because they caught him in the act. We don't know if it would have worked. Well, there's screenshots of like video cameras. I assume they were looking for him at some point. It sounds like he burglarized more than one home, right? Oh, oh! If he did it multiple times, then yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think he I was know. a serial burglar. Okay. Which hey, well, then, you know, yeah. I mean, he found a good way to do it, I suppose. I could definitely see that working the best. I think that's the way that you would do it is if you just wear a complete like 3D mask, but probably like an entire bodysuit if you could make it as realistic as possible. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the only way because then you would also circumvent like fingerprints and stuff, right? Because you're wearing like right, yeah. You, you have to you have to 3D hands. print Pedro Pascal's skin onto your skin. And then people will really think <laughs> or, you did it. The fingerprints. Or, yeah, or like I'm saying <laughs> Be born as a Pedro Pascal lookalike, like this guy. He could be. He could be a criminal. Wait, 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 wait. No, even better. Just be Pedro Pascal, and then do the robbery. And then when they question you, go, "What do you think? I did it. I'm Pedro <laughs> Pascal. Why the fuck would I rob no, a bank? Why would I do this? Yeah, that's stupid. No, then yeah, blame it. Blame smart. it on the lookalike. Yeah. We could go the other way. Blame it on the lookalike. There's a yeah. guy in Florida that looks like me. <laughs> it was that guy in I Charlie's can- photo. <laughs> That's that son of a bitch. I recognize him anywhere. <laughs> Man, celebrities really can do anything, can't they? That's fun. You never hear about this, by the way. This is like one-off. The news I just read was like a one-off thing. But you never hear about things like, I don't know, a criminal using a fat suit, you know? Or like changing the size of his shoe prints or something by like attaching a smaller shoe sole to the bottom of his shoes or anything like that. Yeah, if there was one thing where I feel like you should start to get creative, it would be, like, crime. I think what you described, <laughs> the, the shoe soles thing, wasn't that the, the crux of, like, a Agatha Christie or Sherlock Holmes novel, where the villain wore shoes with larger Maybe. shoes underneath to change his shoe size? I think I think it's from, like, a murder mystery. Yeah, that does sound familiar. 
Yeah, that's what I've always wondered is why people don't, like, if they're committing crimes, like, just wear slightly smaller shoes than what you're usually, like, even if your, like, toes hang over the edge or whatever of them, um, just wear, like, sh- smaller shoes because, like, most forensic cases that I read uh, deal with, like, shoe footprints and stuff like that. And if they have a smaller size than what is actually at your home, then they're screwed because they're going after a guy with, like, size 8 feet or whatever when you've got size 10. And you then- could contaminate the crime scene with, like, you know, just go to a public toilet and pick up random pubes off the ground, like next to the toilet or their piss mm-hmm. or something, and just smear it at the crime scene. Get yeah, them that's in trouble. A, that's a really fun preparation for the robbery. <laughs> Let me go get pubes from the gas station <laughs> toilet real quick. Look, are you com- are you committed to robbing a place or no? Okay, this is what we're talking about. You're committing a crime here. <laughs> you're going to murder a guy, but you're too lazy to do homework? Well, no, you should double down on it, too. You should pull out, like, a Ziploc bag just filled with pubes and dump them all over the crime scene. Yeah. Of all different peoples, too, so oh, they'll just get That's a brilliant confused. idea. Like, sweep the floor of a barber one day and just get, like, the DNA <laughs> from 50 different fucking dudes and dump them all over the place. Needle in a haystack. Uh, yeah. And, like, the, the beard thing. Looking through, but- like, and with, like, the beard thing, like, uh, if they come investigate you, make sure you've shaved your pubes entirely off. So then when you pull down your <laughs> pants, they're like, oh, my God, this guy doesn't have pubes. It can't be him. <laughs> Get laser. Ew. Man, what? you have to do a Dude, lot. Would work. You have to do a lot to perfectly rob a bank. You have to, like, shave yep. every single hair off your body. Then you have to laser your fingerprints off. You have to wear some sort of mask. It is too much work. Fuck this. Yeah, and women think they have it difficult, huh? Yeah, bank robbers really do Does, have it hard stuff in life. Stuff like that even happens still. Bank robberies, not really. Not just nah. bank robberies, but I mean like big scheme. Actual, we're gonna pull up with a car and rob the place with guns, and then we're gonna leave. No. And I'm not talking just about like stray one or two dopes walking into a jewelry store and pointing a gun at the clerk. I mean like an actual coordinated hit. Not a place to steal all their shit and get away. These days, the criminals smart enough to know how to do that just do it digitally. They just go in through the internet yeah. and steal That's shit. True. Yeah, I guess they just scam. Plus, yeah. banks are like the most surveilled areas in the world. Like, crazy yeah, levels yeah. of security. I just looked it up to see what the most recent bank robbery was. There was one a day ago with an 83-year-old ex-convict who had just been arrested and connected to seven bank robberies in the Chicago area. So this guy was doing pretty well, even at 83. Maybe Damn. it's not as uncommon as we think. Did he get away with the robbery? He got caught, though. Well, he, he got caught in the end, but he had seven bank robberies under his belt. Was it all in, like, the same day or something? Maybe it's, like, a Shawshank Redemption Brooks thing where he's trying to get caught so he can go back to jail. <laughs> Over the course of seven months, he apparently robbed about seven banks, and he became known as the Leaping Bandit. Didn't we talk about That's him? A lame name. On an episode a while ago? The- that sounds familiar. This happened a day ago. So. That'd be crazy if we talked about him. Andrew, you might be misremembering to the time where we were talking about how criminals get really, really cool names for no reason, and then people start like thinking of them as badasses. This guy got he got a really lame one. Got a bad deal here. Yeah, leaping bandit's not that cool. Hmm. Also, the issue is. Like, people that rob banks are usually so fucking stupid. Like, it's a low IQ yeah. a portion of the population. Remember that one guy who thought, like, what was it? it? It was something like if he puts baby powder on his toes or something, he would be nope. invisible to the security <laughs> cameras. 
Lemon juice. He thought if he put lemon juice yeah. on his body, he'd be uh. invisible to surveillance cameras. <laughs> That's beyond stupid. That's like schizophrenic yeah. stupid. That's I'm hallucinating things stupid. No, that's like I watched a cartoon and I believed it kind of stupid. That's like, <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. What's the logic there? What was the logic? Well, invisible ink, probably. Yeah, it, it was invisible ink or something, but he had a really cool quote. And I think he said, I can't believe the juice didn't work. Let me find that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i forgot i forgot where i read this i was reading about bank robberies and the people who do it in the psychology and the idea is that if you're smart enough to know how to successfully get away with something like that you're smart enough to usually make money in better ways that don't risk you going to jail forever so why do it you know or you don't get caught probably or you yeah. don't get caught Even at all and they didn't. don't talk about it yeah yeah it's probably yeah. just like confirmation bias where we only hear about the idiots that get caught yeah Exactly. Yeah, so it was in yeah. it was 1995. MacArthur Wheeler and Clifton Earl Johnson robbed two Pittsburgh banks at gunpoint and attempted to disguise themselves, and but it made no attempts to disguise themselves. Instead, they covered their faces in lemon juice, believing it would make them invisible to security cameras. <laughs> when they were caught, they when they were caught, one of them said the, the lemon juice didn't work. Wait, so it was two of them? Two people that dumb actually people, met. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow. And they yeah. sharing the, the seven brain cells they have, they came up with this idea. Why don't we just rob a bank? Like if somebody proposed that to me, even my best friend, I'd be like, We're not we're not smart enough to get away with that. Or badass enough. They're gonna catch us and laugh at us. Like how, like I can't believe people team up for crime because you have to put so much trust and faith in another person to not fuck up oh. their part of it, and then also they're a loose end afterwards. Mm -hmm. uh, here, I think it, there's two other things I want to mention about this story in particular. I also love that they only cover their faces in lemon juice. So what would happen is they would just be like floating guns and shit walking around in the footage. It wouldn't even be like invisible people. It'd be like Rayman. <laughs> like, but then also when he got caught. He then went on to say, but I wore the juice. I wore the lemon juice, stunned <laughs> that it didn't work. <laughs> where would he even defense. have gotten the idea, I wonder? Like, where do you, who told you this information? Yeah, so, I was thinking. so according to this, they got it from the belief of like uh, how invisible ink works. So I guess he just oh, saw like invisible ink. He took one ingredient. No, you can actually do this, I, I think, with lemon juice. If you dip like a Q-tip in lemon juice and then you can write with it on paper, it will not be visible easily. But if you heat it up like over a candle without burning the paper, but heating the lemon juice up enough, it becomes visible because it browns as it gets hot. So that, I guess, you know, this is this is a children's trick that I learned when I was like yeah. eight. I was like, oh, I can write invisible messages with lemons. Ah, oh, so On cool. the way out during their escape attempt. They needed a distraction, so they put baking soda and vinegar together to make a volcano to just blow up the bank. <laughs> oh, they booby trapped it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, huh? you know, we're, we're shitting on them, but they really did do their due diligence. So, although Wheeler was initially skeptical of the lemon juice, they tested the method by covering his face with lemon juice and capturing an image of it with a Polaroid camera. And he was missing from the resulting photograph, so he then trusted the method to be effective. <laughs> Did he just move out of the way? I, or was, was it like a delayed Polaroid show no, or something? So, according to detectives, they believe that his absence in the image was caused by bad film, a maladjusted camera, or Wheeler unintentionally pointing the camera away from his face. <laughs> Holy shit. 
I'm like a vampire, oh, bro. This Christ. lemon juice got me outside of this image now. It's, I'm not even here. And he didn't like so try good. twice. Also, when you were so imagine yourself, you're in that your bathroom and you have lemons. You're squeezing them and rubbing it into your face, and it stinks. And you look up yeah, in the mirror, and you can still say. see yourself. I, do you not stop to think? Like. Oh, no, mirrors, no mirrors work like, differently. Mirrors so are anti-lemon uh, juice technology in them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, oh. A, there's, there's another classic. About, like, would it would it sting like sting to hell if you had lemon juice yeah. on your face during a robbery? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, covered in it. That Maybe means they it's thought working. If they put the lemon juice in their eyes and they couldn't see. Then the other people couldn't see them, <laughs> yeah. so they'd be immune to cameras. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. Yeah. It's the old reverse wraparound effect. The one that I always love quoting, yeah. it's like the lemon juice one. Um, May mentioned it on the show. It was two guys who robbed a KFC in Baton Rouge. And one of them worked there. Which I, I guess it, is some thinking. Because you'll know, oh, here's where the register is. And here's how to open and all that shit. But when they went in, one of the co-workers recognized him. And she said, Cleveland, is that you? And he immediately responds, no, it's not me. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that one too. <laughs> that one was pretty hype. <laughs> not the smartest people. <laughs> well, to to bring it back to our neck of the woods, Andrew, do you remember how our serial killer got caught? I don't know if you recall, but you remember no. the serial killer from a few years ago? I do remember that, I remember. but I don't remember how he got caught. Yeah, what was his name? What was his name? I, I don't. I don't remember his name, but we talked about it on the show. Uh, he no, he I, got caught. like I met the Monica, right? Like. You, you know, like, he, you, you gave him a name while you were talking about it before he was caught. I just don't remember that name. Wasn't it oh, I don't something know. lame, like the Florida Stabber or something? Or so it was something stabber. like that. What's that weird Ebor Village? It was something to do with Ebor, wasn't it? No, he, he was in Seminole Heights, but, mm-hmm. which is, it's close. Like, it's not far away. But, um, where was it? Yeah, here it is. Uh, Police charged Donaldson, that was the murderer, with four counts of murder. Donaldson state. Donaldson stated that the pistol belonged to him, but did not state whether he had committed the killings. And the pistol he's referring to is because he put it in the fucking bag of one of the, like, McDonald's bags that he was serving to a customer. And I think it was a cop that he served it to. Yeah. In oh, 2017, yeah. November November 28, 2017, Donaldson handed a pistol and a bag to his manager at the McDonald's he worked at and instructed her to bury the bag. And the investigation revealed the pistol had, had fired the bullets used in the killing and Donaldson's cell phone had been in the vicinity of the killings at the relevant times. How do they get... If I'm gonna get rid of evidence of a crime that I committed, I'm not gonna, like, delegate it to my, like, intern, the cash register girl, like, <laughs> right? Well, it's your... No, it's your manager, Kaya. You think, You're supposed yeah. to delegate higher functions to her. It was the right call. He did the right thing, and McDonald's would be proud. Yeah, he's a good manager. Yeah. That's actually, that's so fucking dumb. The criminals are so fucking dumb. My example that I always like to trot out in this, these conversations is the bind torture kill guy, Dennis Rader, where yeah. he used to like taunting the police, like fucking with them, literally leaving them letters saying, yeah, I killed this family and I strangled the babies. What are you going to do about it, bitch? And one day he resurfaced after a hiatus and he left him another letter that asked, hey, we're in the age of computers now and this letter writing stuff is getting a little tedious. Can you cops tell me, could you possibly track me if I left you a message on a floppy disk? And the cops replied to him in an anonymous uh, paper ad. Like it was 
cryptic, but it was directed at him because he left them instructions how to reply to him. So they did, and they said no. And he believed them. <laughs> and then they, he left them a floppy disk in a fucking cereal box in, a, in some parking lot someplace. And the cops took it. And you know how we can just, you know, inspect the file system and look at deleted files? Like sometimes there's literally just a folder called trash and you double click it and you open it. And the guy had Word documents on it that had his real name in the metadata that said something like last edited by Mr. Raider or Dennis, something like that. And later at his court hearing, he was like, well, I thought the police would play fair with me. I believed them when they told me that they couldn't track me through a floppy drive. And the detective in charge of the investigation was like, but this isn't the game. <laughs> You're killing people. We're trying to catch you. We're not going to play fair, you fucking douche. There's no rules here. <laughs> but that's yeah. how dumb they are. Yeah. He actually fucking <laughs> took the cop's word for it. They just said, no, no way for us to find you. And he was like, good. I've got you right where I want you now. <laughs> we can't mention all this kind of stuff as well without bringing up the classic Mr. Swirl. Mr. Swirl. Yep. I yeah. knew it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Swirl. Yeah, Mr. Swirl. It's technology, I swear to you. Every time, this is what annoys me. I, I like watching crime documentaries too from time to time, but whenever they play the super scary music and then Dennis Rader was a normal man with a normal family, no one suspected. Yeah, no one suspected him because we didn't have ring cameras on every house. That's it. We didn't have cameras and we didn't have DNA evidence. One of the other things he did was he splooged on a fucking crime scene. As he was murdering them, he jerked off. They had us come. And they oh, couldn't tell who the murderer was because we didn't have DNA evidence. They had us come and spit and sweat all over the place I'm and gonna, they couldn't I'm catch him because it wasn't invented yet. Screaming that out. <laughs> you sound like one hell of a prosecutor, Kaya. They had his cum, They got his cum. They had his cum. <laughs> I, my only purpose as a prosecutor would be to like convince the jury that the criminal's too stupid to stand trial and lock him up in the Arkham Asylum or something. And the Mr. Swirl thing, yeah, we didn't have the technology. That's the only reason he got away with it for so long. We literally didn't have the technology until some fucking dork in some FBI headquarters sat down and said, hmm, I wonder if I could reverse this Photoshop filter. And then he did. And bam, it's his face in the fucking photo. Okay, for those that don't know Mr. Swirl, he was a pedophile who was taunting the officers and sent a photo of himself, but he distorted the image by swirling it. So he literally used like a preset yeah. swirl feature on like Photoshop or whatever and sent it in. It was his real face and the cops unswirled it and they just got a photo of him and arrested the guy. <laughs> it's like fucking classic. With with the pictures like child exploitation material, like was it him? It was a picture of him. Of yeah. 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 And he was, he was a very proud and like, again, whenever criminals taunt the police, you know, you're dealing with an idiot. Is <laughs> He would basically just constantly brag on forums from what I understand. If I'm recalling it correctly, he would be like, yeah, I'm never going to get caught. How the fuck are they going to catch me? They're not smart enough. And he would just show his full body and all of the images and videos that he created just abusing children. And again, one day they just caught him. Because one nerd sat down and programmed something. And that's it. It's technology. It's not easy to get away with crime anymore. Yeah. Not if you're a dummy. <laughs> but when you said they had his cum, like, do they actually store their cum? Like, is there, is there an expiry date for cum that eventually they have to, like, throw it out because it's useless and they can't use it to identify I mean, I assume anymore? if they... I assume they keep it in an evidence locker somewhere, or at least the item. Like if you, you know, if the criminal masturbated or spat onto a, mm -hmm. I don't like a pillow, 
I assume they keep the yeah. pillow someplace to swab it later, right? It's also probably accompanied by reports that are like, hey, the semen may be dried up and gone, yeah. but here's the test we ran that proved it was on there. Or, yeah, no, I, right I just meant for like identification. Mm hmm. Oh yeah, maybe the DNA sequence is still on file. Yeah, once once you've got that sequence, then you can just chuck it. I think also DNA evidence like degrades after a certain time. Like it's inadmissible because it just yeah degrades and gets old and just you can't tell anymore whose it was. But this might be a dumb question, but thinking about it now, if it, let's say that come like they're trying to use it to figure out who the killer is. If you don't have anything of yourself in like the system already, how would they connect it? It's not like you can rebuild the person through their cum, right? Like you wouldn't be able to, like if it was your, if it was your ejaculate there, Kaya, how would they connect that to you? They'd need to have you come in to test. Yeah. But I mean, first of all, they, they can uh, compel you to come in and test your DNA. They have that right, uh, legally, lawfully speaking. Well, can they, they can force you to jack you. off? They need to have the suspicion of you already, and if you were just nowhere around... And no, no, I know, but you. in a lot of cases, DNA is used as just confirmation, like the Additional, final nail yeah. in the yeah. coffin of, we got this motherfucker. Sense, also, and not, back then, I don't know how the fuck it really worked, but nowadays... Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like a giant DNA database. System. No, there is. Back then there wasn't. Now there is. Everybody, I mean, 23andMe just had a gigantic data leak. Oh, that's so true, actually. That's different to come. That's different to come. No, it isn't. What are you talking about? No, it's your it DNA. You, they can match your cum to your spit. I'm, well, no, I'm talking about a giant cum database. Like, they've collected all about cum and, like, entered it into a registry. Okay, I, I don't know why you're obsessed with the cum parts. That's a, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It's just the DNA we you need. Said it's they not had like they're taking, cum. like, muck shots of your sperm. <laughs> you said they had his cum. They had his cum, damn it. I want to see the Tom Cruise court drama where the trailer is him shouting at the judge, they had his cum, damn it. They had his cum. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. <laughs> but no, I mean, again, 23andMe has deals with law enforcement. They legally, fully legally sell all of your DNA data to law enforcement. So they have access to that. Um, have you ever given a, pee, a urine sample to a doctor? The police can legally, completely, finally um, just get that subpoena. Your pee, your piss, oh, yeah. your data that they have, everything. Ever gone to the gynecologist and given a vaginal swab? They can they can take that. Ah, oh, shit, my vaginal swabs are compromised. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you guys don't get your vaginas checked? Oh, damn it, I knew it was a mistake. <laughs> it's time for a bussy checkup. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but like uh, that, my piss test is probably gone by now. It's been like three years since I've had a piss test. Well, yeah, but the, yeah, the data is still stored. You, like they yeah. still have the info on it. I doubt it. And Jackson, your your data, the quote unquote data or DNA is everywhere. If you sit on a bus bench and one of your hairs happens to fall out, they can pick it up. They're completely yeah, allowed is, to pick it up. Okay, maybe, you, maybe I just don't hmm. know how cum works. I, I would, I would have thought oh my that cum God, Why are you a, so fixated <laughs> on this? Yeah, we watched educational <laughs> films in fifth grade on it, Jackson. It's just DNA. No, it's but not the yeah, cum part I, that's important. <laughs> okay, well, that's the difference. I thought they matched the cum. Like, if they had cum, no, if they had cum even... on hand, they had to. Well, this was like, do they have to bring the guy in and like jack him off to get? That's right, a, Jackson. That's what they like, do. It's like bullet hole analysis. They go, well, well this is a thick white ro ropey one, and this one's kind of more thin and watery, <laughs> yeah. so he couldn't have done it. I thought they zoomed in on like the sperm or something, like. It looked the same as something. I don't Compare know. The Looking sperm. for a signature yeah, or something. Yeah, he wrote his name in it. 
right, but no, they, they can easily get your DNA. I don't know if you guys knew this, but your DNA is actually, this is actually a, contention, a contentious issue under the Constitution where like several cases have been in front of the Supreme Court to where, for example, let's say they arrest you for I don't know, a suspicion you committed a crime. They cannot legally uh, force you to enter your password into your phone to browse it, but they Mm -hmm. can compel you to use your fingerprint to unlock it. They can literally force you because your fingerprint is not considered Mm. private information because you already leave it everywhere. So you're not going to get around this. There's just no escaping the law, I'm, oh, I'm afraid. Wasn't, wasn't that a big dummy? point of contention with Apple lawsuits where they were like, hey, we got a criminal's phone. We need you to open it. And they were like, no, we're not going to do it. We that, like that's privacy breach. We're not going to do it. And that was a whole. It was a terrorist. A I know which case you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, it was a terrorist. And the law enforcement was saying, unlock this thing. It's a terrorist. He's like an objectively shitty person. Don't you want him caught? And they said. It was out of self-interest because Apple obviously doesn't want like a big public news event where they just right. hand out people's informations. And they said no. And I think I could be wrong, but at the time they said even like even if we wanted to, we can't just unlock it. It's encrypted. Right. So I, I don't remember what exactly happened with that case, but Apple fought pretty hard. Kaya, I have a hypothetical for you. Uh, Jackson, before mm-hmm. you do that, before you do that, because we're going deep, do you mind if I just please get out the word of Helix Mattress? For the love of God. Oh, please do. Thank you. Yes, Thank please. you. I just wanted to make sure. Leave some DNA on that. Yeah, I was actually about to say, do you think that if we do some DNA collection, we could find a good, healthy sample from a Helix mattress? And I know that that would happen (laughs) Mm -hmm. at my house with all the people who have stayed at my house, because number one, I keep meticulous DNA records of everyone who's been here just in case. You never know. But also, they've all slept on my guest Helix mattress that I keep around for a sleeping emergency just in case anyone needs it. I have had Many people stay with me, friends and family, and every single one of them who has used that guest mattress from Helix Sleep has said that it's dang fucking comfortable. A very worthwhile purchase and all around just a great way to spend the night. Helix is going to offer 20 unique mattresses for you, including the award-winning Lux Collection and the newly released Elite Collection. They've also got mattresses for big and tall sleepers, mattresses made for kids. They've got all sorts of different styles. You can pick your level of firmness, your level of comfort, all sorts of things. My girlfriend's dad... It was Christmas, and I said, you know what, sir? I'm going to buy you a Helix mattress. He needed a new bed, and I thought it was a great idea. I went on the website. I looked at all the different options. They have a lot of different ones to pick from. You can really customize what kind of mattress you want. Ship right to his door in a big box. You kind of just undo the whole thing, let it set itself up a little bit, and it's good to go, and it's great. And everyone I've ever seen use it loves it. They've also got extra spine support to give it some TLC, enhanced cooling features if you need it, if you sleep in a hot place like, I don't know, Florida, etc., etc., etc. 10 to 15 year warranty. They've got a risk-free 100-night trial. Send it back if you don't like it. But here's the important part. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com official and use code HELIXPARTNER20. It's their best offer yet and will not last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. That's 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. Go to helixsleep.com slash 
slash official and used code HELIXPARTNER20. And now that you've got a good night's sleep, you might wake up and you go, Ah, no, there's cum in my bed. Oh, if only I was wearing me undies to keep my DNA Ooh. safe and out of the hands of the cops who and whoever else might incriminate me. They might think I'm fucking Pedro Pascal again, and I just don't want that to happen. There is no reason to wear any other brand than me undies. They are buttery soft and comfortable. They have five different brands with five or sorry, they have many different styles and brands to choose from printed on them with tons of different fits they've got anything you could possibly imagine in terms of underwear styles they've got versatile loungewear that's going to keep you comfortable and cozy and safe they've got sizes from extra small to 4xl so if you're a typical american they've got the size for you unmatched comfort with their signature fabric blends and they are even sustainably sourced materials and they work with partners that make sure to care for their employees if you happen to have a lower body, and I'm going to wager most of you do, you're going to want to put me undies on it. It's the most comfortable thing that you could possibly wear down there. All four official boys wear me undies. We've confirmed this fact when we've changed in front of each other at various events and galas and balls like we often go to. It's just the <laughs> thing that we do. And you can wear the same underwear that the official boys do by going to MeUndies.com slash OfficialPod. You'll get 20% off your first order plus free shipping. That's going to be at MeUndies.com slash OfficialPod. First three letters of podcast for 20% off and free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Perfect. Thank nice. you. Anyway, continue. Just uh, had to squeeze that in there before right. the Go ahead, end. Jackson. Yeah, my hypothetical, Kaya. Say you just killed someone and you had like a knife or whatever. You had evidence that mm -hmm. you needed to get rid uh -huh. of. How do you think would be the best way for you to get rid of the knife? Like Swallow the it. The evidence to make sure. Well, um, yeah. I would immediately relinquish it at the nearest police station. <laughs> Turn myself in. Let's assume, let's assume Kaya is not a clown circus or a circus clown oh. or anything like that. Oh. He doesn't have the ability to swallow knives. Big F. Oh. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, dude. I didn't train for this at clown college. Uh, come on. So, Kaya, you're, you would just completely give up immediately? You, you would think there was no, no way No, he's out. a good no. Samaritan, Jackson. Mm -hmm. he, he wouldn't be able to handle the yeah, guilt. Yeah, a good citizen. Uh, yeah. Well, who, right. did I, who did I kill? Yeah, but wait, good question. Who did I kill? Was it like a self-defense situation or did I just... If I killed Hitler, Jackson, for example, if I killed Hitler, I'd hold the knife in the streets and go, this is the blade that killed Hitler. Look, look, everybody. No. Okay, so you can kill hmm. someone that deserves it. Like, I don't know, like, uh, let's say Epstein's still alive at the time. You killed Epstein, but at the same time, it is still murder. Okay, so I'm the US government. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, how did the how did the US government get rid of their knife? Uh, I see. That they collectively oh, they, they didn't. <laughs> it <laughs> wouldn't be that difficult to get rid of, right? Mm -hmm. Knives are easier to get rid of than guns because the guns come with serial numbers. It's actually accounted for. So if yours just goes lost for some reason, you'll have to have an explanation why. 
But a kitchen knife? My point is that, no, if they found the knife, they would be able to tie it to you, definitely. So you have to make sure that this knife disappears completely. Like, you, for some reason, you bought a knife with a serial number that's, like, registered for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> is it a GPS knife? This knife belongs to Andrew. <laughs> Property of Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My favorite stabbing knife. My favorite stabbing knife went missing right around that stabbing. I don't know what happened. The same thing everyone would do, I assume. Like wipe it or, I don't know, just hold it over a freaking oven and fire for a couple of minutes so all the DNA gets burnt and then you toss it. Yeah. And then you toss it. But you have to make sure that like your sweat isn't on it and whatnot. The answer, just tossing it is so simple, but yet police still find this evidence so often. because criminals are stupid. Well, yeah, but it's also only yeah, the ones you hear about. They're not going to publicize like, they, they find the criminals I, that are stupid. Know. If I had a knife and I needed to get rid of it, like one example you do, you do a ton of things where you'll just get away with it. Drive somewhere that you would normally never go. Don't take anything that would track you like a cell phone and just throw it in a lake. How would they ever know to go to that totally random location I have no connection to and have never been to before? The problem is criminals are dumb. They go to the lake down the street from their house and throw it away there. Or they bring their phone, no, not which tracks even. them with GPS. Remember, I always love talking about how fucking dumb criminals are, but like, they don't even throw the knife out. They just put it in the dishwasher. Yeah, shit like that. And then that. reuse it later. Stupid That's how fucking shit. dumb they are. They're like, and then they sit down on their like computer and they type in google.com how to clean my baby's blood <laughs> off a knife so the police don't see it. Enter. What was the case? It was the woman who I think strangled her boyfriend, or other way around. It might have been the boyfriend who strangled his girlfriend, and they looked at his Google search history, and it literally said, how long does it take to choke a person out to death? How long does it take for someone to suffocate, like, all of his Google history? Well, that's not, that's not a rare situation. This happens like... Yeah, it's not bit. rare. Do you, do you guys remember the Casey Anthony story? This, that one was a huge one back then. Do you remember Casey Vaguely. Anthony? Where she left the daughter in the van Vaguely. and drowned her? Was that yeah. one? She, well, it she wasn't killed, drowned. She killed yeah, her she, daughter. She, you know, I think she. I think it is implied that. I think it is implied that she killed her in the family pool. So yeah, maybe, maybe drowning. Oh, maybe I thought I'm it was. I thought that, it was. She left her in the van and drove it in the river. No, that's no, no. no. Okay, no, no. The, I think Andrew might be right because there was something with. I don't her remember, car, but I think it was because they found like DNA of the the child in the car or something. Hmm. I don't know. Regardless, JCS does a good video on Casey Anthony if anyone wants to watch yeah. that. Yeah, I, I could video. be thinking of something else. I think there was a high-profile case where they found, like, a van in a river with, like, a child corpse in it, and they were like, oh, well, no, that's that, bad. That's, that's but, but anyway, the reason I brought that up is because in the Casey Anthony case, they had Google searches where she had, like, the most suspicious shit ever, and it for some reason it never led to anything. And I'm trying to find what exactly they were, but there's like articles about it on like what she searched and everything, which is ridiculous because she Googled exactly what we were just talking about. So according to a forensic computer expert, she searched for terms such as ruptured spleen, internal bleeding and neck breaking or something, and then Mm -hmm. chloroform and all kinds (laughs) of shit like that. Oh, and then also acetone, alcohol, chloroform again. And then she actually bookmarked some of these items. (laughs) <laughs> favorite she bookmarked them. the items yeah she bookmarked them too I found the list of stuff she looked up another good one Jesus. is making weapons out of household products 
something she looked up. <laughs> oh, what? Is she a robot? <laughs> like, who? Even if you're looking for that information, why would you search it like that? Oh, man. Because they're dumb. No People idea. don't know computers work. I know, I know they're dumb. I mean, criminals she got are away with dumb it, in though. general. Well, no, she went to, she went to jail, didn't no. she? No. No, Casey Anthony got away with it. She, has her own, she had her own uh, little special not too long ago, actually. But no, she, oh. if I remember correctly, she completely avoided jail time. So she's like O.J. Simpson with a vagina. I just... Huh. Completely blatant, but got away with it. Is that the? Let me. I'll double check, but I remember because it was a huge deal. My parents were outraged because they followed this case. Like this was like the first no, major actually, case I, I remember right. being into. I'm talk- I'm thinking about a girl who uh, like killed her boyfriend, and she was caught on camera doing it, and then she went to jail. It was another JCS video. I don't remember her name though. Yeah, she has a she has a true crime show on A and E. Yep. On July 5th, 2011, Casey was found not guilty on the accounts of first degree murder, aggravated manslaughter of a child and aggravated child abuse, but found her guilty on four through seven for providing false info to law enforcement. So it looks like she was found guilty on like the lesser charges, but I don't think she ever saw jail time. Jesus. she She was ordered to pay money to the state. Why? I don't. I don't know a lying a lying penalty. I don't know. This is so much worse than you could imagine. Okay, you know how we talked about O.J. Simpson, and we made fun of how he wrote a book called "If I Did It," and we were like, O.J., mm-hmm. you don't talk about it like that anymore. You don't do that anymore. Her show that came out in 2022, so only a couple years ago, is called Casey Anthony Where the Truth Lies, and it's her telling the events of what happened through her own words. That's the stupidest it's thing pretty, she could ever do. It's it's pretty new as well, because I remember that was kind of a, a big deal, that she did this heinous crime and then kind of becomes a celebrity for it and gets away with it. Holy shit. Yeah, isn't, isn't it great that she's probably made like hundreds of thousands of dollars? Yeah, God knows how much money she ch- made selling uh, this show to A&E. That's disgusting. That's despicable. The true disgusting part is that like this was greenlit. This had to go through a chain of command over at A&E or whatever yeah. network, and like there had to be producers involved and people involved that were all happy to do it. Anyone can publish a book. OJ can sit down with his little typewriter in his den and type up his story and then find some some way to get it out there. Like Anyone can do that. But to have a TV show on a major network? Like... Oh my god, how many people had to approve this? Jesus Christ. Yeah, a, I mean, a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. Probably got a lot of views. That's the downside to the double jeopardy laws that the US has is, you know, you cannot be tried for the same crime again mm-hmm. once you're declared not guilty. That's good. But it also means that sometimes guilty people who, you know, use loopholes to get out of the fucking law, they can just openly and in your face say, yeah, I did it. What are you going to do about it? You know, you can't try him again. Or her, in this case. Yeah. So, according to ChatGPT, it says, Forensic controversy. The case involved disputed forensic evidence. The prosecution's claim of the smell of human decomposition in Casey's car and traces of chloroform were challenged. The defense argued that the forensic methods used were unproven and not widely accepted in the scientific community. What did they do? Like, pull out, like, a children's smellometer? How is like, no. evidence of chloroform not admissible? Smellometer is a fucking <laughs> great idea, though. Like, it just deduces smells and puts it into, like, a easy-to-understand thing. 
<laughs> well, I'm just imagining like a children's Fisher Price smellometer that they brought into court and the defense just <laughs> argued, Your Honor, please. That's how it sounds like. Man, it, it's actually yeah. crazy how a bad lawyer can fumble a case so bad. Isn't that, I know, just doubt. one bad lawyer can completely ruin the entire thing. It mm-hmm. is disgusting. Yeah, well, think about how many like innocent people are in jail right now because their lawyers sucked ass or didn't care about their case or whatever. Like they were just public defenders or something, and they just didn't mm-hmm. care. Poor Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> there was also that case of, if we're going to do a whole true crime episode, I guess, today. Um, you guys remember that YouTuber or Twitch streamer who, he was live streaming a pre-recorded video yes. as an alibi. Yeah. I watched a thing on that a couple days ago, yeah. Yeah, could you tell us about it? I only remember the so headline. So Charlie probably the knows the details better because this this is more kind of your wheelhouse. But he was a Twitch streamer who was planning to murder his girlfriend, and he had this whole plan where he was like, he gets on the bus, goes to his her apartment, kills her, and then hops into an Uber and goes back and has this whole window in which he's going to do it. So he pre-recorded himself quote-unquote streaming Grand Theft Auto, either Vice City or San Andreas. And he's like, at the beginning of the stream, he's being very strange. He's like, sorry, I can't read chat right now, guys. Whenever I launch it, it like crashes the stream and I just can't react to you guys at all. I'm just going to play the game and try to make some jokes and have a good time streaming and, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. And while he's playing the game, things are just kind of weird. He He's kind of like, a little on edge, a little kind of things just don't seem right. And he's making jokes about his girlfriend that at the time were just kind of like, okay, that's funny, I guess. But now that you know what happened, it's like, oh my God. So what he did is he played that live, that recording live as if it were a live stream. And during the six hours that it was on, he went to his girlfriend's house and killed her. And it's really fucked up because he timed this so elaborately. During his stream, a photo of the James Bond film, No Time to Die, plays on the stream at around the exact moment he got to his apart- her apartment and killed her. Like, he planned the whole thing out meticulously. Ooh. It was fucking disgusting. Wait, so he left that... So what, how did what, was he... the, what was the significance of the James Bond thing? Just a play on words? Well, he, Andrew no time was just explaining that... How premeditated, yeah. 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 He, he was just he flexing. Do, it's a joke. He was literally yeah, flexing on the fact that he idiots. lined everything up. Yeah. They're idiots. Criminals are idiots. They feel like flexing about their crimes. Like, hey, yeah, look at me. I got away with it. And then they get caught because of it. So how did this guy get caught? I assume... Let me guess. Did he drive his car with his phone there? That I don't uh, remember. No, he, he, took, he, took, the, he took the bus. I, yeah, I he, rem- took the bus he took the bus and then bus. took an Uber back. I, if I remember correctly, it was, a, uh, it was a combination of things. I think he got picked up on like... I, th- I think he got picked up on camera at some point. Mm-hmm, he did. Here, I'll, look, I'll look it up real quick. This was back in oh. like the early 2023, and I can't quite recall the specifics around how he got caught. I remember one thing that helped him get caught. He uh, So he was caught on camera oh a couple times. He was caught on a public... CCT or CCTV and the Mm -hmm. bus driver that picked him up noted that it was odd that he was wearing gloves like just suspicious looking (laughs) gloves and the same gloves were caught on him on camera in the footage guys you want to hear the dumbest criminal thing yet here 
<clears throat> At his court hearing Thursday, prosecutors claimed McCullough, that's his name, of a concocting a sophisticated, calculated, and cool-headed plot before adding he was capable of deception beyond imagination. And here's what he did. McCullough also allegedly left his cell phone in his girlfriend's yep. house that's after right. her murder in, uh -huh. a, in an effort to record audio in the home and to figure out whether or not they suspected, suspected him in her stabbing death. He not only took his phone there, he left it. <laughs> no, but he was one step ahead, you see. He was trying to listen to the police so that he would know if they were onto him. That's yeah, dumb, dumb. The police, th this isn't a movie. Like, Sherlock Holmes isn't standing over her, cor her corpse going, Ah, oh, McCullough did this. I suspect him. <laughs> They're sitting in a fucking boring office someplace drinking coffee. No, wait, did they did they show up and like look around and see the phone on the floor or whatever, where it was hidden? It's just like connected to like, it's called his own phone, like another phone or whatever. Like it just has his name on it, like a call. And he's just listening on the other end. Is that how he was recording it? Or was he recording a different way? Uh, it doesn't, doesn't specify, right? but I assume he just turned on the voice recorder thing, the, the app, and just left it there. Maybe to get it back later. Maybe he did join a Discord call or something with himself. <laughs> but, I mean, it is the dumbest thing to leave a fucking cell phone at the scene of a crime. Absolutely. Mm hmm but did he did he think that they weren't going to like tear the place apart like look looking at stuff if she was murdered there dude you just know he just put it in like a fucking flower pot or under the couch or something <laughs> upside down <laughs> yeah he just put it next to the like couch cushions or something slid it in between the, oh my god okay so chad is saying the phone thing happens like a week after the murder so he went back what? to the scene of the crime it's like a joke meme Wait, so, so he, he went was back dead for a week and he got away with it and then he just had to go back? Yeah. Dude, if you don't get picked up after a week of a fresh murder, they're probably not suspecting you. Holy shit. Oh my mm. god. I don't know about that. Well, okay, they can suspect you very long later as well, of course. I'm just saying. Well, they probably didn't know she was murdered. Oh. Like for a week. Yeah, but then that becomes really hard right. to keep your alibi straight. If that's your girlfriend, how do you go a week without just nothing? You know, not not checking in with her, not noticing something's wrong, not anything. And go, oh, yeah, uh, oh, she died a week somehow, do, and I didn't know. You do a week-long subathon stream. <laughs> yeah, I was marathoning Star Trek The Next Generation, honey, I'm sorry. I just, I didn't check in on her. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm just reading about the most recent updates. So he's, as of January 12th, he is pleading not guilty to the murder. So his trial is September is of this he, year. So is he in jail or did he post bail? Uh, it doesn't say in the BBC article here. It always blows my mind crazy. how long it takes for justice to be found. Like, you can mm -hmm, have the guy yeah. and it's like four years before the court trial or whatever. It's such a like I know. It's it's outrageous, gap. right? Especially yeah, in one that's so cut and dry like this. Well, even if it's not, like what, what happens to the people that are innocent and then they've just gotta sit in jail for like four years waiting for their chance to plead their innocence if they can't like afford bail or whatever? Nothing. You suck dick. That's yeah, it. you just you get fucked. <laughs> yeah. This is why people think that Chris Chan was innocent. Like Chris Chan openly bragged about fucking his own mother. Uh, to people in private, like very, very clearly he did. But yeah. they released him after two years in jail because even though he was guilty, he had already served the maximum time that he would have gotten anyway. 
even if they did find him guilty for uh, incestuous yeah. sex. So they released him because the judge said, well, he's been in jail two years awaiting his trial anyway, so time served. And people confuse that still to this day with uh, complete innocence, which isn't true. But yeah, that mm. happens too. I guess at the very least, the time you do serve just waiting for your trial is counted towards your uh, maximum sentence that you would have. Yeah, I know. Anyway. I know if you like serve two years in in like the courthouse jail or whatever it's called, just a small time jail. Uh, once you're found guilty, they take that, they subtract that time off your total sentence, so you don't have to reserve yeah. two years or whatever. But if you're found innocent, you're just out of time, right? Yeah, what happens? You don't get anything. Do you, get, do you you don't get paid? Like you can sue, but it usually yeah, you can sue. It's yeah. not a lot. No, I mean, for you to be able to sue, you also have to prove that it was somehow unlawful or that you were treated outrageously illegally. If it's everything is just going by the books, it's just bureaucracy, baby. You know, you sit in jail for years, just waiting for your fucking trial. Too bad. You also can never get that time back. Fuck nope. you. Yeah, like if Fuck I could, if I had to choose, dick. if I could choose between two two years of my life and like I don't know two hundred thousand dollars or whatever they give you for that shit, uh, you, you you best bet better believe that I'm choosing the two years every single time. You're in a fortunate enough position that you can, man. Some people are so fucking destitute that they'd say yeah i'll trade two years of my life to not be two hundred thousand dollars in debt true yeah, yeah. it's the, the system's fucked all ways you know again or you get accused of a random crime imagine just waking up as john doe <laughs> there you say john wick and i'd be like oh fuck yeah let's go let's do it <laughs> <laughs> you wish no you're john doe you're the loser couch potato oh, oh. and you log on to facebook and all of a sudden there's people threatening to murder you because they think you committed a terrorist attack see now i really Boston wish i was Marathon. john wick then i'd say bring it on <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. insane what people get away with. Let me see what other silly crimes have been committed lately. Well, that why two we... mad guys dead. Did you guys want to talk about? Go ahead. Well, just silly crimes. I was going to say, did any of you have any idea about who two mad is? Is that interesting oh, at all yeah, to the audience? That happened this week. Does nobody care? People care. It's a pretty well, big news. Yeah, definitely. It's just. I don't know what there yeah. is to talk about. That shit is just like really it's, awful yeah. across it's, the yeah. board. It, it's it, sad. Yeah. I don't know anything about it except he was a YouTuber. He didn't seem mentally well. He OD'd and then some guy went on Twitter and called him a pedophile rapist. Yeah, that's about well, it. What's the story? No, you got it pretty much. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, he was just, that's like okay. cliff notes. It, it's just a really, <laughs> it's a really dense layered story of really awful, awful things. And there's just a lot of bad things that happen, but that's the gist of it. Yeah. Plus there's also so much information that it's hard to wade through. Like we, I don't know for sure if that person is being honest with his account of, of what two mad did and stuff, but uh, it's very clear to me, at least, that Tumad was a very mentally ill person just from his actions over the last few years as well as his messages to people. Like, he definitely wasn't sane. Um, so, yeah, it's hard to know what he what he's guilty of or anything like that. Regardless, I don't know. I don't know if it was the right time to immediately start talking about that stuff as soon as he uh, passed away. I don't know. It feels kind of... I think it was literally, like, 
20 minutes, wasn't it? Or something like that. Immediately, this guy went on his Twitter account and said, yeah, Tumat was a pedophile rapist and the evidence is coming. The thing is, I think he followed that up with another tweet saying, oh, you know, he did all this awful stuff and it's public record. If uh, Look it up yourself if you want. And people did and they couldn't really find anything. I don't know. I could be mad. Uh, wrong. I mean, not mad. <laughs> I don't want to be <laughs> You're mad you didn't find it. <laughs> Freudian slip. I'm actually him. <laughs> people are saying we had him on the show and reminding me that I've actually talked to this person, but it was apparently episode 127. So like years ago, it was in 2019. Many sorry, years ago by this point. Now. It's actually crazy how many people have come on the show and yep. died. Like, I, f- I figured yeah. it'd be like 40 years bef- forty years in the future until we had our first like podcast guest death and we'd be like, oh my God, remember when he- when that person came on? Stuff like that. But it's, hap- it's happened like five times now. It's kind of yeah. weird. Yeah, our yeah, Epstein I'm, I'm episode was really good though. I can only think of two times that it's happened. It was well, this. Well, I can think of then- at least three times. This makes it three that yeah. I can recall. Oh, John McAfee. John McAfee. John McAfee. The yeah. conspiracy John McAfee, guy. the schizophrenic, and too mad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, All kind of similar <laughs> in terms of like behavior and stuff towards the end. Eccentric people, let's say. Yeah. I don't remember the yeah. Too Mad episode, though, at all, really. I don't remember Too Mad as I gotta be person. honest, I don't even I remember, remember any episode before number 300. Like, it, it's all the blur. I don't remember jack shit about <laughs> who's been on. Okay, thank God. Thank you. I thought I was dumb because I didn't remember. Uh, like, I'll hear a name and I'll go, wait, 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 that sounds, that sounds so familiar. Why do I know this person? I'll scroll through the list and I'll go, oh yeah, I talked to them. I don't remember that at all. I don't remember a single yeah. word I spoke to them. Just done so many episodes of the show, you know, can you blame me? So many guests as well. well. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing it for seven years now, or yeah. more than that. Yeah, it's yeah. fair to forget an episode or two. Or 300. It's completely fair. <laughs> or 300. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, again, I call it the official curse whenever one of our guests dies. <laughs> or does something, like, creepy that... Uh, I can't recall what, what guest it was, but like... Oh, there's been a few of them as well. Like Sky Sky Does Minecraft was one of them who, who turned out to be a bit of a... Oh, wild, God, yeah. Yeah. Canon. I didn't I didn't hear you. Who? Oh, also Cryotic. We had Cry out. Oh, we yeah. We also had Cryotic right. on and, right. and Cry was a creep. Which one was the one that like force-fed his dog monster energy drinks? And like put it in a cage. Yeah, you were, talk, you were talking around. to me about that the other day. I don't remember who. Was no, it Sky? That's Sky does Minecraft. Yeah, that was Sky does Minecraft. Yeah. Oh, even even more reasons to dislike the guy. Yeah, no, the, he he's done some horrible things. Apparently, there's a whole great documentary on Sky does Minecraft from uh, Jay Aubrey. It, it goes yeah. over a lot of bad stuff. Did you did you see Charlie? The last thing I saw about Sky does Minecraft. What's his actual name? As Adam, isn't it? Adam, yeah, and he goes by Net Nobody. Did you see the most recent news that he bought Storyfire, or he's the CTO of Storyfire, or something to do with no. Storyfire? No, you didn't what? see it. Storyfire. No. I thought I would have told oh, you. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. So give people a rundown on Storyfire, Charlie. <laughs> Storyfire <laughs> is like you guys remember Vidme. You remember mm-hmm, back yeah. in the Vidme era. Uh, How uh, could we Vidme forget era. our first yeah. sponsor? That I remember. Our first, our first sponsor. sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 
I remember. Story Storyfire was like if Vidme tried to be like an app only for like YouTubers. So it was like this video sharing platform that was made by McJuggernuggets. And it was all about like a YouTuber. We're going to give a better deal to creators. Come post all your shit on Storyfire. It's going to be the biggest thing ever. It's lit. Get on, get on over to Storyfire. It's going to blow up. And it never did. It was like a really, really poorly made platform all across the board. And for a while, McJuggernuggets posts would always be about like story fire, like breaking all these records and shit. And then eventually you just got yeah. really sad. It's like, okay, now it's not making any money and it's like not doing well. And then Boogie would chime in occasionally and be like, yeah, so I'm on story fire now. Yeah. And that's how you know that it's going really bad. Oh no. <laughs> So I'm looking at Storyfire still exists. I'm looking at the website right now, and like the trending this week is a video from three months ago <laughs> that has 200 views, 23 Fuck views, yeah. 37 views, 46 views. YouTube's dead. That's it. It's over. Storyfire's the way. Then there's a whole lit category, and the videos in that category have literally like no views, like no views. It just says no views. <laughs> so this this isn't <laughs> this isn't going great. I have never heard of this website. You yeah, have. So we We've made sold. fun of it before. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. heard. We got, it got sold. It got sold or something. I think McJuggernugget sold it. And then um, now Sky does Minecraft or NetNobody or whatever his name is, uh, is now part owner owner or he's like the CTO or something. He, he's involved in it. He made a really weird like cryptic uh, Twitter video with his girlfriend, I think, where they're sitting in like a park talking about it and they're trying to be like really mysterious about it. And like, it was meant to be like this really hype moment when they announced that they're the CTO of, of, um, Storyfire. It was really cringe. There are huge YouTubers on here. I'm seeing Leafy. I see Keystar. Um, uh, Wang is on there. Mudahar is on there. Bo Blacks. That's all from the. the but that's all from the boogie. very beginning of Storyfire. Yeah, they just yeah, got their the shit reserved. If you if you go to their channel, none of them have uploaded a video in four years. It, literally, all of them. I'm just <laughs> going through all of them. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Mucha stopped two years ago. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all of them are also like um, friends with McJuggernuggets or were at the time anyway. Mm. Yeah. Like there was some drama between Boogie and uh, McJuggernuggets. Everyone knows that Boogie had that whole crypto money uh, period of his life where he made like $800,000 in crypto. And apparently that ended his friendship with McJuggernuggets in drama because McJuggernuggets told him to keep holding on to it. And he took McJuggernuggets advice and then he lost all his money. <laughs> the, the crypto crash happened. And now he he's like, oh, really that's the famous towards McJuggernuggets. Yeah, that's the friend. He was like vaguely blaming in the was it an apology video? No, the begging video where he was yeah, like, yeah. "I need money, you I guys, please give me money." Advice. And he said, "Yeah, from a fa- friend." So it's confirmed. Former friend. Yeah, no, that's definitely him. Yeah, he talks about <laughs> former it. Former friend. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> McJuggernuggets is also the person that <laughs> advised Boogie to get a Tesla as well during the whole Tesla arc. <laughs> So there's a lot of connections here. I fucking I'm love surprised it. he didn't but sell it, this site to Boogie. I could be getting this wrong, but apparently uh, McJuggernuggets was also uh, hateful towards Boogie because Boogie bought hookers to a party or something like that. that they were hosting. 
I'm sorry, I'm just remembering the fucking Boogie documentary when Kaya said he should sell the site to Boogie. I'm imagining a section in it where Boogie's like, well, now I bought this whole Storyfire thing, so now I'm even more in debt. I have to sell more of my magic cards to keep this Storyfire platformer going. It's going to compete with YouTube. It's going to be huge. <laughs> I want to see the world where Boogie bought Storyfire. <laughs> well, you're basically seeing what the world would still look like if that were the case. True. You'd be in the same position. Very true. <laughs> it legitimately couldn't be worse. Has anyone kept up with the locale live podcast that oh. Boogie and, and who is it, Wings of Redemption and Keemstar are doing? Vaguely, I only really, really see it when you send it to me. I only say I no, I I've only watched a few episodes. Him. Yeah, I think I think it started off strong, but now it's kind of like waning because the whole locale uh, aspect is kind of like you know falling off. Once once you're used to Boogie and Wings talking normally and stuff like that, it's like the same every episode. It's just like the whole "woe is me" kind of thing, where Boogie just kind of talks about his childhood and stuff like that. Um, so I'm sure it doesn't have a long lifespan. I saw drama about Boogie threatening to quit. Or no, not Boogie. No, it was Wings. One of the yeah. other fat guys. Yeah, Wings. And Ethan Ralph was trying to throw his hat in the ring. But yeah, I, I did see that. I did either. watch... I, did you not watch it? I did watch that one. I watched when we... Uh, what's his name? Ethan Ralph came on. Because Ethan Ralph just shows up in the fucking podcast out of the blue and starts fucking screaming at Boogie and Wings about how they're Wait, both he was like... On? Yeah, he was on. You should watch it. I think you'd like it. It was very funny. <laughs> Ralph has... In the meantime, by the way, Ralph has burnt through like two more women since he got married last year. Uh, his wife has left him, as you know. And since then, he has been dating a I don't know just a woman in Latin America and they broke up he's still doing his thing he lost okay. a bunch of weight because I think he's on a Zempic but I, I assume his like prescription ran out or something because he's back on drugs now what's the what's the update on Ozempic is that still going strong is there been litigation on that like is that just still there it's a miracle drug no, this is still the this is still the hotness right now. Holy shit! Wow, I I would have thought that something big would have came out from it if it's like this secret miracle weight loss drug. Something big is coming out of it. Everyone's on it now and losing <laughs> a ton of weight. I meant I meant more yeah. government like overreach or reaction in the news or something. You know. Yeah, because government is always about stopping big pharma. No. What True. they're doing okay, is they're researching yeah. the drug because they found, oh, this actually works and people want to be on it. Okay, let's actually formalize it because um, Zempic is not a weight loss drug. Let's make an actual weight loss drug based on this thing. It has a name I forget about. I don't know what's it called. Is it Wagovi? Are you talking about Wagovi? I think so. Yeah. That'll probably be a thing. And then... I don't know, 10, 20 years from now, we'll have commercials going, have you or anyone you know been affected by Ozempic? Call now, 555, fuck lawyers, blah, blah, blah. You think all of the fat lawsuits, activists, probably. like the fat, fat is beautiful people are going to immediately, as soon as this becomes like a proven thing or whatever, do you think they're immediately going to hop on the Ozempic train and lose all that weight? Like, will there be no more fat people? Or do you think people will still f uh, cling on to their fat? Some people. There's always hmm. going to be delusional people with some sort of, I don't know what the 
thing you would call it is failing of self-control that want to what am, I'm trying to figure out how to word it. They they want to put it on something else or or rally to make it positive. Like there's always going to be a group like fat activists where there's something bad that they're doing, but they want to spin it into a good thing. You know? Something unhealthy or alternative. That's that's currently the I think they currently do that because losing the weight is too much work. But right. now that we've now that we've got a drug that basically just sheds the weight or whatever, do you think that they're gonna be like hypocritical and be like, all right, I'm hopping on the Ozempic train immediately? I'm sure some will. I could see a lot of them doing that because it's easier to do that than to try to lose weight legitimately. I mean, that's why a lot of them are fat activists, because they don't want to put in the work to lose the weight or maintain a healthier lifestyle. They'd rather just make people yeah, you know, proud of who they are or go, yeah, that's fine. Do whatever you want. You're good. As fat and miserable as they are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys remember when Adele lost a bunch of weight? Oh, yeah. People people took that as a personal betrayal. Mm-hmm. She act, They acted like she was like a race traitor to the fat humans on <laughs> Earth. Like, how dare you cross us and we go made to the you. other side? Yeah. It was so insane, and yeah, I assume if you're like a fat activist, what's that woman who basically kickstarted the Hayes movement, the health at every size? She's like a model. Catalin Paws, I think. Hyper, right? Hevelin? Hmm. No, no. I know Cat uh, Paws. I've got her Wikipedia pulled up now. She was a big uh, fat studies and fat activist, and she died two years ago. She was only. Uh, <laughs> 42. For some reason, the only fat person, fat woman person name that I remember is Jenny Craig. And I don't even think she's fat. I think she's just known for making stuff that makes you not fat, right? Jenny Craig. Yeah. Wasn't she? She was the fitness lady. Oh, dude. Jenny Craig was huge back in the 2000s. No, she was actually fat beforehand, but then she made that brand and lost uh, a lot of weight, I think. She was ginormous. That was a huge everywhere company back years ago. Now you never hear about it. What happened? Wait, maybe she wasn't fat. I don't remember. Maybe she got fat again. I don't know. I just don't think that they pivoted to the to the weight loss kind of sector as efficiently so, uh, as other people this, did. This happened last year. Uh, on May 2023, Jenny Craig announced to employees via email that the company will wind down operations, lay off all employees, and possibly switch to an e-commerce model. So as of last year, they just basically shut doors entirely. Who knows what happened? Hmm. What the hmm. fuck? Yeah, they were massive. I remember my grandmother was like eating Jenny Craig food constantly. The commercials were everywhere. Everyone was talking about it. It was like the go-to joke for talking about weight loss and dieting. Like, oh, are you on Jenny Craig? Like, Jesus Christ. I I haven't heard this name in so long. And yet, back in the day, it used to be everywhere. What the fuck? Ubiquitous. Yeah. Holy shit. People stop caring about losing weight, I guess. When Ozempic came out and destroyed them. Yeah. No, it's probably just yeah, better it's... alternatives or something, especially now that everything's free to access online. People probably just get all their weight yeah. loss information from YouTube or Google True. blogs or something. True. Weight Watchers yeah. is still around, though. But, you know. Yeah. Jenny, Jenny Craig was like Weight Watchers or whatever it's called. It's like just food delivery service, I'm pretty sure. Right? Um. It was a weight loss, weight management, and nutrition company. So the fact it says nutrition... Yeah, they they sent you frozen meals 
and yeah. you would you would stick to a certain menu and diet to lose weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They said you like a who, set who the fuck list still does food? Weight Watchers. That definitely got killed off by the internet. It's still around. It's maybe not as big as it was, but Weight Watchers is still a thing. It's still, you still see it every now. I don't and then. understand. I don't understand how it couldn't be a thing, or how why it wouldn't be a thing in the world of like HelloFresh and stuff like that. That's basically the same concept. Like, why would that stop being attractive to people? Because of Zempic, I guess. We have Zempic now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people will you, do... don't, you don't need to eat healthy. <laughs> yeah, that's what people's meal boxes are now. It's just full of Ozempic. <laughs> people do anything in their fucking power to lose weight and look healthy and be fit, except put in the actual work needed to do it. They will take any cheap, easy option. Look at all the um, yeah. Look at all the fitness machine commercials. Gyms are often w well known to be empty. No yep. one ever tries to go go gyms, work out or anything Gyms like that. in January and February see a record spike in attendance because people have New Year's resolutions and they go for the new year. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a fit body. I'm gonna finally go to the gym and they drop off and nosedive over the months because they just don't want to commit to it. Look at weight machine commercials and fitness machine commercials. You have a dude or a hot lady who are super attractive and they use a machine that's just a super gimmick. It's like, oh, I just roll in a circle for my abs. I sit on this chair and circular spin on it and it tweaks my abs. It obviously does very little to worse than a regular fitness routine, but people know they can sit on their ass in it and watch television while spinning around in a circle. So they buy it and they go, this will make me in shape. And then they don't use it. Andrew, you're, you might remember you're old enough. When I was little, we had commercials for like Both electric legs. belts that would no, not even. Electric belts that you mm -hmm. would put around your tummy and it would zap you very, very mildly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just enough to stimulate your muscle. And they would and like have these attractive people with six packs in the, yeah, <laughs> the fucking commercial dude. as if they yeah. had achieved that figure using their um belt devices yeah <laughs> that was great. have you seen the stock footage it was a big thing in the 50s and 60s they thought that you could vibrate the pounds off so they would get these yeah. belts attached to motors that would just shake the shit out of Wheel your stomach you around, yeah. really really fast <laughs> that was in the brendan fraser movie blast from the past it That's was where i learned about that yeah and that was a thing people believed for a long time you could just sit there put it on your stomach and it would just shake away the fat and tone up your muscles because it's jiggling it it's the same scam science behind the shake weight you, you just shake mm -hmm. it and the force from the vibrations tones your muscles and it's like no fucking pick well, that thing up and do shake some curls. Weight, you actually you actually have to shake it yeah at least you're doing something with the shake weight these were like giant yeah. machines that would it's just rupture weight. your body over and over again <laughs> <laughs> people will do anything in their power to lose weight other than actually committing to what is proven to do it it's it's insane and now they don't it's need nuts. to the miracle they waited they played the smart game they waited until science caught up and gave them the tools to be as lazy as possible with those mp true very and true god damn yeah, it finally isn't that beautiful <laughs> We just need one of those for yeah, muscle cool. building, where you just get an mm -hmm. injection that gives you back like massive bulging muscles. You don't have to They're, work out anymore. It is synthol. Oh. Synthol. No, you still have to work out with those. Do you remember the cartoon Aqua Teen Hunger Force on Adult Swim? Yeah. There yeah. was a machine that they had in one episode that Carl gets in and it grabs his arms and legs and it forces him to work them out, and he's trapped in it. I think for like three days. 
but when, and he's in horrible pain. But when it's over, he gets out and he's just super ripped and looks amazing. And I always wish we had that as a kid. I thought it would be such a convenient idea. When do we invent that? Probably on the way, I would say. Yeah. I don't think there's any invention that's off the table. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. One day. I'm sure eventually, I don't know. Do you guys think they'll ever put a Zempic in the water supply? <laughs> just because we're at the breaking point of everyone being so fucking fat. We just put well, it in the tap water. Well, actually, wait, wait, wait. You, you would keep shedding weight. It reaches a good intersection of the market because it's a diabetes medicine too, right? We have a ton of diabetics. We'll hit two birds yeah, with one stone. Mainly. Yeah, if there's like no True, downsides, that'd be cool. But that'd be cool. Just a miracle. Well, I mean, the there's going to be downsides. There's already downsides of people suing the company from like, I don't know, just shitting themselves to death. You see these stories. The only good thing that I've heard about it, credit pay. where credit is due, is that it apparently does help with addictions as well, like other addictions, as in, you know, if it's between heroin and Ozempic, yeah, take the Ozempic, I guess. If nothing else has ever helped you and you keep relapsing, that's good. But if just you can't put down the fork, might not be a good idea to keep popping pills for it. You'll pay for it eventually. Yeah, but maybe like in 10, 10 years, it's like all smoothed out and it's perfect and it's just like a miracle drug. And then we can put it in our water supply and everyone's just like ripped I, and fit. I just don't think we'll ever water. have a miracle drug. They might have a Coward. celebrity spokesman soon. Sharon Osborne, Ozzy Osborne's wife, said, I'm through with the weight loss and all the cosmetic stuff. I'm, I'm injecting myself with Ozempic. And I lost 42 <laughs> pounds in four months. Yep, that sounds... The, the results on Ozempic are actually unreal. Like, Jesus. It's, it At least it's impressive. honest. That's 10 yeah. pounds a month. That's insane. That's incredible. All right, that's our endorsement for Ozempic for the week. Yeah. Go, go try it out. some, share it. <laughs> Let us have some. Yeah. You know what makes me upset, though, before we get off Ozempic and rap? From everything I've read, there are so few side effects with it <laughs> that it's not even, like, a risky thing to do. Like, I'm not trying to promote it because I really don't like the idea mm -hmm. of yeah, that because I feel like there might be really long-term consequences. But right now, from what I've read, the most severe side effects a lot of people are seeing are, like, diarrhea and nausea. So not anything too bad really isn't it crazy that we can say diarrhea yeah. isn't too bad when it used to kill people just like a hundred years ago <laughs> well it wasn't just a bout of diarrhea jackson it was a full-blown disease and you still can die from that disease today yeah, yeah. no people 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 would die from diarrhea a hundred years ago just, just not just like one woman no one would, <laughs> what Hold the fuck on. it wouldn't Hold like on. they wouldn't just go have diarrhea one time and die <laughs> it was like a over persistent day. diarrhea from the disease jackson jackson according to people.com mom dies after using weight loss injectables to slim down before daughter's wedding i couldn't save her husband says and she took a zempix and saxenda and she died of acute gastrointestinal illness, which means she shit herself to death. <laughs> she, died, oh. she died of... Wait, I should be laughing. But she died of diarrhea, literally. So it's still happening now? You Why would you die say of diarrhea? Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is from 2023, from November. That's it's crazy. Happening. Man, like I just had diarrhea like there was the, the other week for the first time in like maybe like eight years. 
and I, it was awful, but uh, I, hey, when Jackson, it was happening, I was like, holy shit, people would die from this. Jackson, yeah. can I can I fuck your brain a little bit here? You're you're wowed by the idea of dying of diarrhea, right? Yeah. That's dysentery. You ever hear of dysentery? Oh good, you're right. Yeah. yeah. That's that's uh, shitting yourself disease. It kills you. Killed yeah. you pretty oh, often back wait, in the shit. pioneer times. Hold on. Listen, listen. She died of the opposite issue. Uh, in September, the FDA issued a warning that Ozempic can lead to a life-threatening condition known as ileus, a type of bowel obstruction where either sections oh, of fuck that. or the entirety of the intestines become obstructed. So she didn't have diarrhea. It was the opposite. She just, her tummy exploded inside. Oh, that is... Because she could shit. Can't, wait, can't, they, can't, can't they, they do something about that? Like, can't yeah. they just, like, surgically go in and remove... Can't it? They, they, like, yeah. Sesame Street puppet her and put a hand up there and swirl it around and pull it out? Ew! Get a bunch <laughs> of big burly men to, like, reach in and just pull out their shit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds so satisfying when it's done. Holy shit. New pimple popping kind of videos. Yeah. <laughs> Shit also known as stomach paralysis. <laughs> what? It says it stomach paralysis, which the Mayo Clinic says prevents your stomach from emptying properly. Yeah, that's not good. That is that's terrifying. That that, that's that yeah, sounds that's like a terrifying fucked. way to go. I hate anytime I'm constipated yeah. or, or whatever, it happens very rarely, but anytime I am, it's like the most terrifying shit because I'm like, is this gonna happen? Is it gonna come out or am I screwed? Like what happens? <laughs> Every time you eat? Gonna, no, I said every time I get like constipated. Like it, ha I said oh, it happens rarely. Yeah. But when it does, it's like yeah. Jesus. Am mm -hmm. I going to give myself like a hernia, or am I going to give my? Am I going to prolapse my myself trying this at the moment? Like, what do I do? Oh, I have the same thing, yeah. except with aneurysms. Like you know, once in a while, you have to push really, really hard. Oh, and you yeah. can feel yeah. the like the blood oh, pressure bulging. in your brain. Yeah. yeah, you like. Oh shit! Am I going to pop a vein in my head and die? Yeah, and then they find you fucking dead on the t dead on the toilet with a giant fucking shit in the bowl. Yeah, I I feel that exact anxiety all the time when I have like an illness and it's at the worst of it, like especially the flu. And I just think people die of the flu all the time. My body just hurts. Yeah, I feel bad. Once I go to bed, I'm not waking up. That's the <laughs> end. I'm done. I, I think that all the time. It <laughs> how sucks. do you even how do you even sleep like that? I don't fuck? know. I just pass out and wake up and go. Thank what God. What do you mean? How do you sleep? Your your body is so tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, there's some level of like acceptance. If you're that miserable, there's like some level of acceptance. Like, okay, well, at least it'll be while I'm asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just get asleep, and then it'll just happen. Whatever happens, happens. Okay. One more. I I get that now. When I play VR, Andrew, I mm. bought a MetaQuest 3 and I get crazy motion sick mm -hmm. to the point where I have to lie down and I have all the symptoms of like a deadly flu, the cold sweats, feeling like yeah. I have to vomit. And it's the weirdest thing because I never get car sick. I've never known anything like this before where I like put something on for 20 minutes mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I feel nauseated to the point of puking. And it sucks because I really like the thing. Yeah, I feel sick. I had the I had the same thing for a while when I was getting real deep and in, invested in VR and VR seasickness is like a real documented thing. People talk about it all the time where it just happens. And what it is, is your body really hates uh, moving without having a sense of direction. And it, it, it's basically yeah. your body thinks it's been poisoned 
and your system is like fucked and something's wrong. So you're moving in the game, but your body, yeah. actual body movements are not correlating to it. So it's like, oh, something's wrong. My nervous system is fucked. And you kind of just have to get used to it. I read a lot of people who were like, yeah, the first two or three weeks, it sucks. But then you get used to it and now it doesn't bother me. Um, but it's a, it's a real thing that's really common. Charlie got it too. And I used to get it every now and then where yeah. you just get really seasick in yep. VR. It fucking For me, sucks. it's really bad. And I, I agree with you. I think from what I understand, it's like your body really doesn't like it when your eyes are out of sync with the rest yes. of your senses. That's part of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm in VR chat jumping on a person that I'm harassing and laughing at, but I'm not jumping in real life. It's making me feel mm -hmm. sick. My whatever the little, I don't know, sensors you have in your ear aren't feeling that I am moving at all. And yet I'm running through the place. So that made me really sick. Pavlov and VR chat are the oh, two Pavlov. that I've tried so far. And they oh. make me very uh, sick. Yeah. Um, Beat Saber, though, is fine since thankfully you're yeah, stable. You're static. Pavlov yeah. fucked me up real bad because mm -hmm. everyone's jumping around spastically yeah. and you have to aim a gun and all that shit. And I, I could play Pavlov for maybe 10 minutes and then I had to stop. That was one of the worst ones. That one sucked. <laughs> and it sucks because it's so much fun. Like, this is awesome. I want to play this for hours and hours and hours with my friends and I can't because 10, 20 minutes, I'm done. I'm just sweating pussy. on the couch, like, uh, trying to hold back vomit. Yes, mm -hmm. I am a pussy. I never knew. Okay. <laughs> Little There's nothing you can do about thought. it. It's not like he can just get no, tougher. He's a pussy. Just, he's, yeah, get tougher. <laughs> Maybe a Zen pickle cure your pussiness. No, but, no, but Charlie, I always thought motion sickness is like a weak gene. Like, how do you get pukey from a car ride? Oh, well, what is you wrong with you? You, you get... fucking deserve it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> this it's is karma. karma. And now for yeah. the first time in my life, I'm like, oh, I get it. I guess, kind of. Like, but it's still crazy to me that, that like something you do for 10 minutes and it knocks me out for hours. Like I feel uh -huh. sick for two hours afterwards. I feel yeah. really, really fucking shitty. Yeah, it's it's just. Something I love it when to. Kaya discovers discovers new things about himself. Like he's been <laughs> shitting on this thing forever, calling people pussies and stuff like that for like tw you know twenty <laughs> years, and then he gets to experience it. Was I the pussy the whole I time? <laughs> Maybe now you have a bit of empathy. Yeah, when Half Life Alex first came out, mm. it, it offers you. Uh, it offers you four <laughs> different ways to control it. And it's like, you, the main ones are you can teleport around or you can actually walk around. And I remember I played the first half of the game with teleport. And then one day I said, I'm going to try walking. I'm going to try the locomotion. And I played 15 minutes and then I had to sit down for an hour. And I, I was like, that's it. It was worth it. But that's exactly it. <laughs> that is exactly what happened to me with LA Noir VR. Mm -hmm. I tried to do like the walking around where you put your arms to your side and you walk forward instant nausea yeah instantly uh, it's not good uh, it's not fucking good see that's crazy to me it has never happened to me before so i'm not used to this feeling i wish there was some form of like pass through maybe where you could still reorient yourself during the game and they your brain you get the visual cues of they no. do they only bring it up when you hit the boundary though yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if you're playing Pavlov, it's not going to show you that you're right in front of your desk and Wait, you're no, in your own you've room got the Quest 3. You've got the Quest 3. Just tap the side of the headset and it'll show you pass through. But I still want to be able to play the game during. 
I know that wouldn't oh. work, and how the fuck could they possibly? Yeah, wait, what, make how that would work? that work? But, mm. like, yeah. That's what I mean. Like maybe picture in picture. I don't know. Just yeah. my brain, I guess, doesn't work that way where my eyes cannot be out of sync with what I am feeling. Like the my problem balance, is once you so then sick. you need to get one of the you need to get one of those walking mats, you know, the three hundred and sixty degree degree uh walking treadmill things that VR uses sometimes. Oh, you would see you know, those like, in old arcade games back in the like nineties and two thousands where it was no, just you, primitive you still VR. See them now. They still have those? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, they do. They, oh, they've been they've been upgraded. So oh. it's like a better version of what you're talking about. But yeah, they still have that. Oh, that's sick. That's fucking sick. The problem with what Kai is talking about though is that once you get to that level of pass through, it's like it's no longer immersive. Like you can maybe do yeah, a pass through, yeah, but the then issue. project the game as a screen in front of you. But then what's the point? You're not in the game by that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's. it's how do you solve this? How do you solve the issue of we didn't evolve for this technology and now it's yeah. making everybody sick, I guess. Or most people, well, not even most. Just pussies like me, as I found out that I am. <laughs> with a weak gene. Yeah. I'm glad you finally you joined us. Yeah, one day God will meet you at the gates of heaven and say, yes, Kaya, you too were a pussy. Come, my child. And yeah. a sucker for advertising, by the way. I only got the Quest 3 because I saw that video of Zuckerberg dunking on the Apple Vision Pro as being overpriced and shitty. And I thought, okay, I want to actually try this out. I want to see what the hoopla is about. And my mind was blown. Yeah, if it's your first VR, if it's your first VR experience, that's going to be a good one. The mm. Quest 3 is great for the yeah. price. It really is. It's just, again, it's, it is, my, it's my issue with it is just... It, it doesn't have a killer app yet, and I I need VR like apps to look at the investment cost though. the The Quest Three is what three hundred dollars, give or take. The Apple Vision Pro yeah. is about four grand. Five hundred. Yeah, yeah five hundred versus like grand. four grand. I mean, come on, you know. Yeah, three and a half grand exactly. But I mean, like, if the, yeah. I kind of understand now because I used to see, see these things and you see the Apple commercials going, hey, you can have like 18 screens, like monitors, virtual and edit videos and do your work. Now I kind of get why people still stick with TVs and regular monitors is because, you know, you get sweaty, you get motion sick. Yeah, you still get something just, strapped to your head. Yeah, it, it is still very uncomfortable. If you wear it for longer than like 10 minutes, you actually do start to... I don't know if you're doing anything like Beat Saber, especially you just get sweaty and oh, fog yeah, up the lenses. I can't. I can't do over thirty minutes in general with, with VR. That's why, like, it's fun for experiences and stuff. But I don't know. I mm -hmm. wouldn't. I wouldn't like count it yeah. as like a replacement for you know traditional. It's media, really, it's uh, really, devices. really not. Yeah. I tried once just for fun doing some like writing and researching in the uh, browser in VR. I was like, oh, it's like. You know, you have a whole 3D workstation. I can put things behind me and reach around and stand up and walk around my space and whatever. And after 15 minutes, not even, I was like, this is just so gimmicky and slower and sucks. Like, this is not worth it. Fuck this. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap. I need to get to bed. All righty, guys. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Uh, Patreon.com slash the official podcast is going through some changes at the moment. And I wanted to make sure that we go on the record so that people know. Uh, bonuses, bonus episodes are mostly going away. Me and Kaya or Kaya myself will do a bonus episode each month still. But Andrew and Charlie won't be there for bonuses anymore. On top of that, 
Um, we're doing movie nights weekly, so there'll be four new movie nights per month. Um, currently, Kyan and myself are watching Ghost Stories and Andrew Ghost and Stories. Mm-hmm. Andrew Such and Charlie are choice too. Mm-hmm. You guys are invited to that. You can join us whenever you guys want, if your schedules allow for you to join. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's so much fun. I would love for you guys to join us for one eventually. Um, other than that, we've got other stuff like Red Thread, the official podcast, Criminally Stupid, All Early Access, ad-free over at the Patreon as well. And yeah, just go check it out. Um, you've still got the giant archive of bonus episodes. I think, how many do we, How many are there? Like 120? Yeah, um, a lot. Bonus a episodes. Lot. A lot. More than that, probably. 135. Yeah. If you include pre-post shows, there's like at least 180. Oh, the pre-post show. Man, that was, that yeah, was literal beginning OG. of the show. Holy shit. Yeah, throwback. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much to our patrons. It really does mean so much for your support and sticking with us through these trying times of changes and stuff like that but we appreciate it and thank you for watching the show or the shows in general red thread included um we'll see you next time bye bye